Welcome to the Ask John Call-In Day. This is an open question and answer session where you can call in and speak to me directly or simply listen live on the audio page on the webpage. If you've called in and have questions, press 1 to raise your hand. If you're listening on the audio player on the webpage, you'll see a box where you can type in questions. Feel free to enter your questions there as well. These sessions are all about you, and this is your opportunity to call in and speak to me live, and let me work with you to help you solve your weight loss problems forever. So if you've got something you want to talk about, please give us a call. Cool. Hi, everybody. So welcome. And... Um if you're if it's evening over there in the states, good evening. And it's uh, if you're in Australia or <clears throat> New Zealand, so good morning. And uh, if you want to talk to me, yeah, call in and let's talk. Uh, what happens is you gotta you gotta you gotta press one. So if you call the number, then you press one. What happens is uh, like a little hand goes up on the screen and Amir's there, and he'll come in and say hi. How can I help you? And you can say hi. I'm Janine from Florida. I have a question for John. She sends me a text, or I see this little text on my phone, and uh, and then we bring you in and talk. Last uh, the last call we did was very very full. We actually had to go over uh, time, a lot over time, to accommodate everyone. Um, but uh, we'll try to do the best we can. We also have Coach Nadia here, which which uh, I'll, I'll hopefully try to bring in and answer any questions that we've had that you've had. Over the last couple of weeks, or on the on the chat roll now. Uh, also, the last call we did last month, uh, I talked a lot about this sort of new strategy that I have that's working really, really well for me to hyper nourish your body. So one of, one of the things we talk about at the Gabriel method is adding healthier foods. It's not so it's not it's not so much about restricting. Most diets are focused on don't eat this, don't eat that. And that kind of always works against us because whenever there's things we can't eat, uh, we stay we stay focused on that. We want to we want to eat those things. Like I remember, I think I told this I told this story last month also. Uh, when my daughter was 13, I've never restricted my daughter. I've always just encouraged her to add healthier foods. And uh, touch wood, she's always been she's always been very healthy and fit. Uh, but when she was like 13, I think we went to a naturopath. And the the lady said, you know, you've uh, you've got uh, too much. You've got inflammation. Uh, you you need to cut out dairy and sugar and wheat. And so I said to her, she likes ice cream. And I said, you know, honey, uh, maybe we shouldn't eat ice cream for a while. And she was okay with that. And the next morning, she said to me, you know, Dad, ever since you told me that I can't eat ice cream, that's all I think about now. <laughs> And that's the way it is when you focus on restriction. <clears throat> and the other thing that happens when you focus on restriction is it's not when you when it comes to eating, it's not just about getting the right kind of calories. It's about getting all the nutrients that you need. And if you're just focusing on don't eat this, don't eat that, and not focusing enough on yes, do eat this, do eat that, you're going to be undernourished. And if you're undernourished, that's going to keep you hungry. It's also going to cause stress on your body, a chronic type of stress that causes your body to hold, want to hold on to weight. We call it nutritional famine. So one of the strategies I have right now, uh, and we did talk about this last week a little bit, is to hyper-nourish your body. And when I say hyper-nourish, like go over the top nourishing. And when you do that, a lot of things change. Number one, you have more energy. So because everything's working better, you're getting you're giving your body what it needs. Everything's working better. 
when you have more energy, you naturally crave less food because one of the reasons why we eat food is because we're, we're exhausted and tired and we need the food as energy. But one of the reasons we're exhausted and tired is because we're not getting the, the nutrition that we need. So when you hypernourish your body, you're not exhausted, you're not tired, uh, your hormones are working well, so you're not insulin resistant and leptin resistant, uh, you're not having all kinds of <clears throat> chronic types of, of stress and inflammation in your body that causes your body to, to gain weight. So it's a, it's a great, great strategy to shift the focus away from what you're not eating, what, uh, away from uh, de deprivation and denial and shift it to, am I eating this or am I eating that? So if you're following the Gabriel method, at the end of the day, like most diets, you, at the end of the day, you think to yourself, you know, did I do it? Did I stay within 1,300 calories? Uh, did I not eat sugar? Did, you know, whatever the thing is, you think, you're thinking in terms of denial. Um, I want you to think about at the end of the day, did I hypernourish my body? Did I, did, I, did I go over the top to really get enough a healthy liquid and healthy nutrition? Uh, that's what I want you to think about because that's, that's what we're talking about here. <clears throat> Hold on one second. Okay, so, so when we talked about this last week, or last, le last month when we talked about this in the call, uh, I, had, I talked about this strategy that I have that's working really well for me. What it is is, I take super greens, which we'll talk about what those are in a second. <clears throat> and I'm going to, by the way, the reason why I'm recapping what we talked about last month is because I'm going to add to it. So, uh, so bear with me for those of you that know everything I'm about to say. But I take super greens, which we'll talk about what they are in a minute. I add grass-fed, unflavored whey protein. Uh, and if you're a vegan, you can use vegan protein. But if you're if you're okay having whey protein. Um, I, I have discovered that gra unflavored grass-fed whey protein just makes everything taste better. It has no taste whatsoever yeah. if it's unflavored. And you can flavor it. You know, if you want to make a smoothie with it, you can put berries, you can put bananas, you can put whatever sweetener you, you want and, and make it your own. But when you put no sweetener in it, all it does is ma it makes whatever, you're, whatever it is that you are drinking creamier. That's all it is. It creates a creamy mild and it kind of balances out if there's you know with super greens you get that strong greens taste it balances that out uh, so i'm taking i'm taking super greens in a glass uh, super greens with grass-fed whey you know mixing it up blending it up whatever i'll have a glass of that when i have the glass of that i'll have like five or so uh, spirulina tablets so they're usually 500 milligram organic spirulina tablets and i'll have three or sometimes four omega-3 fatty acid capsules, which, by the way, um, the standard recommendation is about three grams of omega-3s uh, as as in terms of a capsule. I'm not a doctor. Uh, anything I say, by the way, you need to check with your doctor. But I know that it's a healthy fat. I know that I need more than three grams. And, uh, and I usually have a lot more than three grams throughout the day because I'm going to do this a couple of times. So I'm going to so have the super greens. The grass-fed whey, I'm going to have the spirulina, I'm going to have the omega-3s. And I'm going to have it in the morning when I'm hungry, not, not at a set time. So, like, if it's 8 o'clock in the morning and I'm not hungry, I'm not going to have it. If it's 10 o'clock in the morning and, and I'm still not hungry, I'm not going to have it. Yesterday, I didn't have it until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I wasn't hungry until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And that's one of the things that I'm, that I'm getting at is that because 
um, a big over-the-top nourishment type of thing, I go long periods of time without being hungry because I'm just so well-nourished. And if I need energy, well, guess what? Where am I going to get that energy? My fat cells. And that's the way it's supposed to be. I've got to, you know, we carry, no matter how, even if you're very fit, you've got weeks of, of uh, excess fat that you could live off of. You know, so so what can happen is you can go till 2 o'clock in the, in the afternoon and not be hungry. So I'm doing this a couple of times a day. And, and then, again, with the omega-3 thing, just check with your doctor. Uh, and if you're on blood cleaners, they say don't have omega-3s. I think that's personally, I'm not a doctor. I do not agree with that advice. Uh, I think that if, if the omega-3s are making your blood too thin, then get off the blood thinners because that's what the omega-3s are meant for. But, again, only with your doctor's blessing. But for when a doctor says, no, don't have the omega-3s because it will make your blood too thin, but still have the blood thinners, I think that that's dysfunctional. And again, that's my that's my non-medical opinion. So check everything out that I'm saying with, with your doctor. But, uh, but this is what I want to add to it now. So I've been experimenting with lots of different types of super greens and lots of different combinations. <clears throat> and, uh, and we've gotten lots and lots of people writing in saying, what do you recommend? What do you recommend? And um, the, many of you know that I have dabbled with uh, creating my own line of super greens. And you know, uh, much to my chagrin, and I'll explain this in a second, uh, much to my chagrin, I have to say that I really can't find something better than Garden of Life, and a very specific Garden of Life super greens. And the reason why I say much to my chagrin is because I'm suspicious at the moment of Garden of Life for, for a certain reason. Now, Garden of Life, the product, was created by an amazing man, uh, Jordan Robin, who wrote the, the book The Maker's Diet, who healed himself. He was emaciated, and he healed himself. You know, he could just not he could not put on weight. He just kept getting thinner and thinner. He was like 90 pounds at a certain point. He looked like a skeleton. And he figured out and diagnosed that his problems were digestion-related. Uh, and, and he started giving himself things that had healthy, friendly bacteria and, and enzymes. And he also did uh, certain things called homeostatic soil organisms, which are the teeny little microbes in, in healthy soil, which we never get, by the way, now. So by doing this, he was able to heal himself, and he created an amazing line of products. He then sold it to another group uh, who built it up and did all the marketing and blah, blah, blah. And then they sold it to Nestle. And that makes me very suspicious because Nestle, I would not call Nestle a, a moral company or a, a company that you can't say that Nestle is over-concerned with people's health, <clears throat> any stretch of the imagination. So that's made me very suspicious. But at the same time, the products are still a good product and it's still the same product. If they ever change, they've gotten, a little, they've gotten smaller and, and a little bit more expensive. You know, they've done these little tricks that people do. But I still can't make some. I personally can't make something better than that, and I can't make it cheaper, and I can't ship it internationally. Now, um, I've just discovered that I'm able to buy these products from Amazon in the U.S. and they will ship to New Zealand. So they they will kind of ship internationally. So for the first time, I do want to get a little bit specific about what specific supergreen is working for me, and the one that I really like is called. And you might want to write this down and re-listen to this afterwards. <clears throat> Garden of Life, raw, organic, perfect food, green superfood, juiced greens powder, original 
but the flavor is original. Original stevia fruit. It doesn't have any stevia. It doesn't have any flavor whatsoever. And it's got it's got some really really incredible ingredients. It's got ingredients that are probiotic and enzyme based uh, ingredients. It's got sprouts, sprouted vegetables, and it's got sprout and it's got the the, the juiced greens. Now here's the thing about super greens, and we talked about this, I believe, last time, is that most super greens taste really bad. Because, not just because it's vegetables and most people don't like the taste of vegetables or, you know, if you're eating potato chips all day and, and McDonald's milkshakes, you don't like the taste of vegetables, you're not used to it. Uh, aside from that, the real reason why super greens make you, why super greens taste bad, smell bad, and give you an upset stomach, the real reason is that our bodies do not have the ability to digest grass. So some of the you, most super greens powders have wheat grass, barley grass, oat grass, and alfalfa grass. Now we can't digest that. You can't eat that. If you were trying to eat rat, wheat grass, your body you couldn't eat it. So what they do with these grasses is they just dehydrate them. Now think about it for a second. If you can't eat the grass, you can't eat the grass dehydrated. Why should you all of a sudden be able to eat the grass dehydrated? Now. Technically, it'll pass through your digestive system, but you're not getting the nutrients and you're getting an upset stomach and your body's repulsed by it the same way it would be if you were eating the grass. We can't digest grass. But what Garden of Life does and what the super greens that I created uh, did, although, as I said, I couldn't ship them internationally and it was, it was very expensive to make them. And what uh, Food Matters had a brand that did this. And there are a couple others that I've seen. And this is what you want to look for if you don't want the Garden of Life. You want to look for something else is that they don't put in the grasses, the dehydrated grasses. What they do is they juice the grass, and, and then they put it in the juice, the dehydrated juice, and that makes sense because, as you know, if you've gone to the juice bar, you can have wheatgrass juice. You can have alfalfa grass juice. You can have barley grass juice. <clears throat> so, it, so that's what they're doing is they're putting the juice in. So what you'll notice when you have a, a super green that has, that has the juice in it not just dehydrating the grass, is it doesn't smell bad, it doesn't hurt, give you an upset stomach, and it doesn't have that weird bitter taste. And that's what these have. Now, when you, so this, the taste, I would describe the taste of this as very benign. Uh, it's not, um, it doesn't, it doesn't taste good, it doesn't taste bad. And they do have different flavors, and you can experiment with the different flavors if you want. I find that they're a distraction. Uh, I've never found one that's like really good and it's like, oh, yummy, I want that all the time. <clears throat> or you can make, maybe if you need, we'll experiment with putting this combination in a blender with blueberries or something, or uh, bananas or apples or fruits or something like that. If you want, you can experiment. But um, but for me, I'm a kind of a minimalist at this point, and I look at it as medicine. I'm not looking at it as like, oh, I want a smoothie, like the same way I would look at food and say, oh, I want to eat that. I'm looking at it as like medicine. Like your doctor said, hey, drink a glass of this medicine three times a day. You know, that's the way I'm looking at it. Or two times a day. So, so I just kind of chug it down, but it's very benign. And when you combine it with the uh, with with the whey powder, it's creamy benign. That's the way I would describe it. In water, and I just I just I put it in a shaker, put a glass of water, scoop of the green, scoop of the whey protein. I'm not too concerned with sizes and proportions, and you know you can you can work that out. I have the uh, I'll, as I'm drinking it, I take the I take the spirulina and the omega threes, and in my opinion, it has everything you need to live off of 
And what happens is there have been days, like, like two days ago, I didn't eat anything else but this. But it's not because I'm on a diet. It's not because I was trying. I legitimately wasn't hungry. Yesterday, I ate a lot. <clears throat> I, and, and I'm not telling you not to eat. You can eat for pleasure. But this has everything that you need to live off of. Like if you were just Dr. Spock, not Dr. Spock, Mr. Spock, you know, from Star Trek, you're completely logical and you said, what do I need to live off of? I don't care about taste. I don't care about the pleasure of food. I don't care about going out to, with friends to eat. I just need to know what's the most efficient way to nourish my body. So I have lots of energy, and then I can use my fat to burn, you know, for uh, uh, excess uh, to keep my blood sugar stable. We'll do this combination that I'm giving you right now. And what you will experience is, no matter how much you like the taste of food, no matter how much pleasure you get from eating, you will want less food. I promise you. You will want less food. You will need less food. You will like less food. And uh, and that's that's. Uh, an amazing thing because also you will notice that your skin starts to glow better, your eyes are clearer, your mind is clearer, the inflammation in your body, you know, if you try to like put, put your finger on your legs and there's like, there's no dimple, you know, the inflammation goes away, uh, you're, 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 uh, you're getting detoxified, your, your stomachs and intestines are getting cleared. Uh, and you do crave healthier food. I mean, there's, there's really no way that you could do this two or three times a day and still want potato chips and McDonald's milkshakes. You just, you just the, the two are don't cannot exist harmoniously. You will not want the other. So, so that's the, that's why I talk about adding food as as this as the solution. It's not an instantaneous solution. It's a long-term solution. It's a forever solution, and it evolves over time. This is my latest evolution, and I've shared many different variations of my evolutions over the years. I've been doing this for like 14 years. But this is working really well, and I encourage you to try it. Try it once a day, maybe. Uh, try it twice a day. If you really, really like it, it's really working. Try it three times a day. And, uh, and notice the difference on those days from your eating, your cravings, your taste, your energy levels, and also how, how your clothes fit, because you'll notice your clothes will start to get looser, too. Cool. I uh, just wanted to mention that, and I'm curious if, if any of you that are called in, if you want to uh, relay any uh, success or failure that you've had in this regard, trying this from last month, let me know. In the meantime, we will start taking calls now. Uh, let's start with uh, Andre from, uh, from Rhode Island, please. Hello? Hello? John? Here, put in. Hello? Yeah, hi. Hi, John. It's Gary Andre from New York. Very Andre. Uh, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, so good. The question thank you. How can I help you? Uh, the last time you spoke, I um, ordered some raw Garden of Life raw perfect food super green capsules, and I'm taking okay. acryl oil. I'm taking okay. a Garden of Life raw probiotic, and I'm taking some okay. spirulina. Now, should I be yeah. adding a cube? A Q-zyme to that? Uh, Q, you know, that, that is a really good thing to have. Coenzyme Q10, uh, because it does, it does, uh, facilitate energy. It allows the, the mitochondria in your cells, which creates your energy to, to be more efficient. I do take that sometimes also, uh, and that's a good ad. So yes, if you were going to take anything, that's a really good ad. That's a great question. Yeah. Now also, how long will it be before I'm not craving? Because I'm still craving crackers and things like that. 
Yeah, give it, well, give it some time, but you might want to shift from the capsules to creating the, uh, to doing this smoothie that I'm recommending because the smoothie also has protein and protein is really a, a lot of what your body needs and craves is protein. Uh, so, so if you shift to the kind of the, the uh, shake that I'm describing as opposed to the capsules that you're taking, you'll notice a big difference much sooner. Okay. Could I possibly yeah. just drink the smoothie without the green powder in it and continue with my cap? Yeah, yes, you can do that. Yeah, just, okay. to, just, just the whey protein. Yes, try that. The whey protein is a huge add, though. It really, as far as from as a okay. cravings perspective, it's, it's a game changer because it, you'll notice okay. that you're, you know, we need protein and, and that's, that's not in the rest of that. So, so it's a game changer to add that, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Awesome. Great Have questions. Okay. Thank Thank you. Bye. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Let's talk to Rachel from Miami, please. Hello. Hey, John. How are you? Hello. Hi, Rachel. Good. How are you? Hello. Hey. Hi. Good. Thank you for taking my call. So sure. The question that I had for you was, I um, obviously very strongly respect your input not just on weight loss, but in the health world in general. And I know that you are a big advocate of taking probiotics and eating fermented foods and all of that kind of stuff. Um, I recently yeah. went to a functional medicine doctor and did a food allergy test. And one of the things that yeah. came up was that I don't do well with mold. And so the doctor yeah. recommended taking out anything that's fermented, packaged, anything like that. Um, and so yeah. I was curious about your input because I've gotten accustomed to implementing sauerkraut and anything fermented into most of my meals. Yeah, I've heard that type of advice before. In addition, uh, many people say that the fermented foods create a histamine response in your body. Um, and, and, the, and the first thing I just want to say about the histamine, because the most common is that, the, 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 the histamine response. And, uh, and the thing I want to say about the histamine response is when it comes to weight gain, the real, the issue is when you have something that's chronic, low grade. Uh, anything that's chronic, low grade will cause, uh, like a chronic low grade inflammation, a chronic low grade histamine response is a, uh, example, uh, chronic uh, low grade stress. Those are the types of things that change your, your body on a hormonal level and on a cellular level that cause you to gain weight. But getting a hit of histamine, for example, or a hit of, uh, of stress, for example, these are not going to change your, they're, they're not going to cause the problem. So I'm not buying that thing about, uh, fermented foods causing a histamine response and for that reason it's bad. As far as the mold goes, which is the less common one, uh, that one does not make sense to me at all because everybody is allergic to mold. There's no question, but we also need certain bacteria in our intestines that cannot be denied. There are friendly bacteria in our intestines, and if we do not have those friendly bacteria, not only are we not going to function well, but we're going to be more susceptible to being allergic to mold and allergic to mm -hmm. other things. So I do not agree with that advice, that, and I'm not a doctor, and I think you should listen to your doctor over me, quite frankly, because I'm not a doctor, but mm -hmm. my opinion is that, that that is not what the problem is. The problem Whenever you're allergic to anything, if it's mold, there's two reasons why you're allergic to mold. One is because you've been hyper-exposed to mold in your, 
house or workplace, which is very common. And, and the other is because your digestion is impaired and you and you're and you're susceptible to being allergic to a lot of things because your immune system is not functioning optimally because your digestion is impaired. So so improving your digestion can only help if that's the case. Uh, and either way, the, the the biggest thing with the mold is to make sure that you're not being exposed to it on a chronic basis. Those are those are our bigger things. So so I'm not I'm not buying into that. I'm not agreeing with that. Uh, but at the same time, you know. Uh, I would still advise you to listen to your doctor and, see, and, and ask him point blank, what do you recommend for me healing my digestion, for me getting more friendly bacteria into my digestion, into my uh, intestines and healing my, my digestion, improving the, the ratio and quantity of friendly bacteria? I would ask him point blank, and maybe he's got a solution. Maybe there's a probiotic specifically that he feels is better than another, and that's, that's the way I would do it. Okay, that's very good advice. I'm going to ask him that. I mean, I have your um, I have your probiotic and your digestive enzyme, um, so I've been taking yeah. the probiotic that you created. Um, yeah. And I mean, I assume though that that solely isn't enough because your body just absorbs um, probiotics from food better. Is that is that accurate? That is accurate. Yeah, uh, you need it, it, okay. uh, if they're in the food, they're more they're more likely to be alive. Uh, they could be in larger quantities. You, you really want you know if you look at our life, you know, 100 years ago, really before there was refrigeration, and in many countries where there's not refrigeration or not you know great refrigeration, they don't rely on refrigeration. Everything is cultured, cured, and uh, and fermented because that's the way that's that's the way they use. The, they they preserve the the food, but everything we ate we got we got large quantities of friendly bacteria from all our food, and now we get no friendly bacteria from any of our food, and that's a huge jump. So we got to marry the two. We got to find a a common ground, a bridge, and for him to just say cut out mm -hmm. all all anything that's got friendly bacteria in it doesn't uh, doesn't make sense to me. So I would I would pose the question to him and see if we can get some 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 advice from him. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been a follower, a follower of yours for many years, so when he said that, I was like, that doesn't sound right. I need to check with John Gabriel. I will yeah. get back to you, so I will definitely ask him that. Thank you. Awesome. Okay, thanks. Okay, have a good night. Let's talk to... You too, thanks. Let's talk to uh, um, Rosemary in Indiana, please. Hi. Hi, John. Hi, Rosemary. Hello. Hi. Um, John, I, my question is this. I have been recently diagnosed with SIBO, and yes. I am or have been uh, a pescatarian for the last nine years. I okay. don't feel like I'm getting enough protein in my, in my diet. Um, what would okay. you suggest I, I do about that? And I honestly have add, thought about... Pardon me? You thought about what? Just go ahead and finish your sentence. You, you Thank thought you. about what? Oh, um, I had thought I had thought about going back to eating, um, you know, grass-fed or organic-fed meat. Um, what, what about whey protein? Can you have that? Not my first choice. How sorry? about whey protein? How about whey protein? Um, I, I've been I've been told to stay off uh, whey, wheat, eggs. 
Yeah. Anything yeah, well, let me just stop. Let me just stop you for one second, because whey, if you take, for example, whey protein isolate, let's just, let's just look at whey protein isolate, is different than whey, okay? Which is also just, so, so we're talking about three different things here. One is whey, which is just the, the, a byproduct of, of, from dairy. One, the other is whey protein, which is, a, which is taking the whey and concentrating it so it's mostly protein. And then the third is whey protein isolate, which is just the proteins. So whey protein isolate is just the amino acids uh, from the whey and none of the other stuff. So we're, it's not okay. the same as having whey. Do, do you understand? And, and that being, that being yeah. said, if that, if that does cause a problem for you, which it shouldn't in my opinion, but, uh, but that being said, what about a vegan protein powder? Can you have a vegan protein powder? I would presume. Um, my... Oh, okay. I am seeing a functional medicine nurse practitioner, um, yeah. and I'm on several different um, supplements at, at the moment. It's, it's about a 12-week program here. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's encouraging me to do that first, and then okay. talk, we'll talk about the protein thing. Yeah. Okay. My experience as a guy who lost weight is, is very difficult to lose weight without having enough protein. Uh, a lot of people don't like protein yeah. as much these days. They're, they're poo-pooing it, uh, you know, because it causes this. And, you know, there's, there's, there's this couple of different arguments about it. But I can tell you from my experience that I'm doing my best when I'm getting enough protein. If I'm not get, getting enough protein, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay hungry and I'm going to be looking for something. And the, and the carbohydrates never satisfy you for more than an hour or two. Exactly. Um, but the protein yeah. does. So... So I would I would encourage you to, to have some sort of protein powder. Um, I just find that whey pro, whey protein breastfed whey protein is just the most benign, uh, and from a taste perspective, uh, you know the pea proteins, the rice proteins, they taste very chalky to me, and it's very tough mm-hmm. to have to you know ch- choke that down all the time. So, um, but but at the same time, it's not like dairy. It's not, I wouldn't put it called even though it is a dairy. I wouldn't put it in the same category. Like I would never drink milk. Just that in a glass, for example, uh, it's a very inflammatory experience. Um, but but the whey protein is not does not have a, a lot of the problems that dairy has. So anyway, either way, I would encourage you to have a protein uh, because it's it's will change your cravings for sure. Oh, absolutely! I when I do eat protein, I'm not hungry, and when I don't eat it, yeah. I'm starving. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate cool. you. Right, thank you. My pleasure. Uh, let's talk to Angelique in Colorado, please. Hi. 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 Um, this is Angela. Thanks for taking my call. Um, my pleasure. I have a little bit different of a story <laughs> regarding my weight gain. Yeah. Um, I actually, due to health reasons, I've had a lot of health problems. So I was working with a lot of nutritionists and functional medicine, Chinese holistic type doctors prior to gaining weight, so I was already doing all of the good, healthy proteins, fats, and um, life yeah, food every couple hours, so I was yeah. already eating healthier yeah, yeah. than ever, kind of ready, all the stuff that you're saying, Red is already doing, and then due to medication yeah. that I had to take for one of my health issues, I gained like 60 pounds in six weeks, but now I yeah. can't get that off, so I already had all yeah. of the like nutritional things in place, but nothing was it a cortisol? What was it? Some like um, uh, cortisone or 
No, what it was, was the medication? medication I had. It was oh. two different ones. One of them was Belsomer, and I don't know how to pronounce the other one. Um, I have an advanced delayed circadian rhythm disorder. Actually, what it's called. It's a major sleeping disorder where I can't sleep yeah. at night most during the day. So they were trying different medications to try and get my, you know, circadian rhythms back to where I sleep at night. And so it was a yeah. side effect of one of those medications. But my problem is now that I've gained that weight, like I've lived in my entire life, and this is a few years ago, nothing I do, none of my normal habits and none of my doctors, like I can't seem to lose the weight. So is yeah, there a difference? A lot of it. Yeah. Sorry. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you, I just want to start by saying you bring up an important point that even though we're talking a lot about food on this call, uh, food is food is not the pri- not always and usually not the primary reason why we gain weight. Uh, it may be the uh, um, the consequence of our body wanting to hold on to weight from some sort of metabolic imbalance, stress, trauma, um, toxins, and, and in your case, medication. And also, I would add sleep issues. They, they cause a shift in your body that causes you to hold weight, uh, and then the food comes along after as a consequence. So you bring up a, a very important point, and, and I'm glad I'm glad you have. Um, how, how, let me just ask you: Are you on any medication, or, or any of those medications now? I'm not on the ones that caused me to gain the weight. I went off of those when I started gaining the weight. Um, I am still on several different medications due to different health issues and pain and that type of thing. And I'm feel like there's kind of that yo-yo balance of in order to get my health back, I need to take the medication yeah. to be able to get through the day. But I'm wondering if I'm not able to lose weight because of taking medication. And I don't Would, really know uh, how to balance uh, health, health, health versus, yeah. yeah, does that make sense? The, the, the medications that you're on right now, were you taking them before you had a weight issue? Um, most of them, yes. Most of them, not all of them. The reason why I'm asking is because if you say that uh, the, the attempts that doctors have had to treat your condition cause you to gain weight, if you're taking different medications now, they're designed to do the same thing, but they're just different medications. Whatever it is that they're trying to do, and my guess it's got something to do with melatonin in your brain. Is that possible? Is that uh, what what the issue is? Stimulating melatonin? Is that is that what they're trying to do? Uh, that, you know? One of them. Hello? Um, the medication that I'm. Hello, are you still there? Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Some of the medication that I'm still on is more so because of the pain and I've had to keep having a lot of different surgeries and procedures and that type of thing, but I was doing that prior to gaining the weight as well. And the sleep medication that I'm on, I've been on and off for the last 10 years, again, prior to gaining weight. So that particular one, anything I'm trying to do to help the sleep has been working with more natural doctors and supplementing to like three of the four sleep chemicals in the brain don't work. So that's not a medication thing right now. Okay. Okay. Um, my doctor. And some other things. That, yeah. Uh, have your doctors talked to you about things like uh, getting more sunlight and red light therapy? Yeah, I've done light therapy, sunlight therapy. Yeah, I've done done it all on a lot of different supplements, the vitamin D, that type of thing. I'm just trying to recreate. I wear amber glasses when I work on my computer screens at night. Like, I mean, I'm doing a lot of that. It's just not seeming, nothing is seeming to work. From both the yeah, and, and, uh, and, and how long have you had this issue? Um, the it was been about three to four years since I gained the weight, 
And then as far as yeah. health issues, I mean, the last 10, 15 years, it's like something new every year. The sleeping issues have probably been almost 10 years now and worked with some okay, of the top so sleep specialists. <laughs> was there anything going on in your life before this happened, like a trauma or um, hard, hard, hard situation? Or, or, or is there anything like that, anything that happened to you prior to the sleep issue? Um, yes, there's been a lot of different traumas and hard situations. And again, some of them I was dealing with and hadn't seen the weight yet. And then there's been continuing ones that I've tried to get out of the situations of like abuse and that type of thing since gaining yeah. the weight. But yeah. and I've tried doing things like tapping and working with, yeah, energy medicine, different things like that, but haven't really had success, I guess, and maybe getting it out of myself. Yeah, um, uh, my experience, so, you know, I'm not familiar at all with your situation uh, as far as the reverse circadian rhythm. I mean, you know, lots of people have sleep issues, um, but specifically what you're talking about, I'm not familiar with your situation. However, over the years, I have learned that um, many people that have had several different uh, chronic illnesses and pains, uh, that there's a lot of uh, benefit to be gained from working through emotional, you know, doing emotional trauma work, like cellular release, for example, and other, tra uh -huh. and other trauma work. I, I've seen people that have, for example, chronic pain, I've seen it go away without even trying, like I haven't tried to make it, you know, we haven't worked on it, we're working with the weight, but uh, but the pain went away. And then and uh, there's a lady that we worked with uh, a couple of years ago, we did an interview with uh, Nicole Sachs. Yeah, I've done her program. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so like, what she finds is that the pain goes away, and then the weight, you know, the weight goes away. That they're, that they're all, that they're very intertwined. So, mm -hmm. so, and the other thing I find with emotional work is that um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't follow any kind of set pattern. You can't say do this and you'll be cured. Uh, some people it happens very quickly. Some people it's an ongoing thing to get to the right thing. Uh, I, I personally do emotional work all the time. Um, I never stop because I feel like it's an evolving situation. It's, it always needs, you know, um, it's something that oh, will always come up, and then you have to give, give it some sort of attention. So, um, okay. so I would encourage you to continue to, to work uh, in that in that direction. Uh, I think that that's where you're going to get the most benefit from everything you've told me right now and everything you're doing, including the fact that you've done some emotional work. Um, my feeling is. By focusing, by making it your primary focus, you can do all these other things, but by making it your primary healing modality, your primary focus is emotional healing and healing of emotional trauma, um, I think you will get you will get the most benefit. That's that's the direction okay. that, that I would that I would definitely take. Uh, and I just want to, you know, you talk about the the light therapy. I just want to go back one more time to did you did you, did you specifically try the red, red light therapy? When you're putting your body in front of red lights and near infrared lights, <clears throat> it, yeah. and did you find any benefit at all from that? Not really. <clears throat> no. Okay. My doctor ended up saying he just thinks that my condition is too advanced for that to work at this point. But I did. Well, when he says a condition, is it? When he says it's a condition, is it a condition? Is it like what you is what you have is it what you have other names that a recognized thing, or is it just say your situation? No, it's a recognized. It's pretty rare, but it's called advanced yeah. delayed circadian rhythm disorder. Okay. Okay. Dr. Call it. Oh, well. Yeah. 
I'll have some, I'll have some, I'll do some research into it and try to understand better what's going on. But, uh, but um, I, that's what I would encourage you for sure is to okay. uh, make make emotional healing your primary modality, and then and, you know everything else you're doing continue to do it. But that's where I would, I, me personally, that's where I would have my focus. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. Sure. Take care. Thanks. Thank you. Cool. Let's talk to Sarah in Ohio, please. Um, hi, John. Hi. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Yes, hi. hi. I'm okay. Cool. Um, so my question to um, my question is on like um inflammation and anti inflammatory things I could do. For my condition, um, I have severe arthritis, which I've had for five years, and it, it's progressively it's gotten worse. Like a week ago, I had nerve injections, which really didn't help much. So, okay. um, I've been trying to cut di- I've been trying to cut dairy, but it's only been a couple of weeks, so I haven't really felt anything yet. Yeah. Well, inf- inflammation can come from several different areas. I will say that uh, my body is stuck. Is prone to inflammation uh, if I'm not paying attention, and I've never seen anything reduce inflammation in my body as well as this combination that uh, that I just mentioned for you. You know, uh, super greens, omega threes, pro- whey protein, etc., um, and and and, uh, and omega threes. Uh, um, uh, my my mother-in-law has has arthritis, and I remember when she first took this combination she was, just felt like her body was just nourished and, and so many literally she said I feel so nourished on so many levels you know um, so so from an eating perspective this combination I has helped me a lot and, and may help you a lot too uh, other things that cause inflammation though are also toxins um, stress stress and trauma can cause can cause your body to react uh, to, uh, in a way of inflammation and Dysfunction, um, unhealthy digestion. So, you know, you can focus on all of these different ways to heal inflammation, and inflammation causes weight gain too. So, so the more you can reduce the inflammation, the more that your body will be able to burn fat and let go of fat. So, it's a it's a win win scenario. But really, this this talk in the beginning of this call is was really perfect for you. You just start with that and notice how your body feels different. You know, than the, that's the, that's the first place I would go. Okay. I'm just trying to um, reduce um, pain level of arthritis because I'm only 42 and I, you know, I hate to do things not sometimes, all the time I can't elaborate there. Yeah, I, I, I do understand. And, I, and I'm familiar with, with the situation. And really, it's, you know, the more you can reduce inflammation, the, the better. So, um, so give give it a try. What we spoke about this morning, uh, or not, maybe not your morning. Okay. Um, what, we, what we spoke about at the beginning of the call, and uh, and see okay. if that helps. And and keep the focus more on adding things that will reduce, that will heal your body and nourish your body. Uh, and it just makes if you feel that you need to give up things, and and of course we you know we all would like to give up things. Um, it makes it much easier because you don't want the things anymore. You know, it's easy to give up something if you don't want it. And this is how you get to that place right. where you don't want it. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes, that makes sense. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. 
Cool. Thanks. Thanks. Cool. So thanks everyone for today. And uh, uh, we did talk a lot about food, which you know, if you listen to other Ask Jobs, uh, that's uncommon. We normally talk more, more about other things like sleep and tra uh, emotional trauma, stress, other lifestyle things, because those are those are the uh, primary triggers that cause your body to gain weight. But this particular hack just works so well to get your body have more energy, more nourished, more easier to burn fat, less cravings, and eventually you you just end up eating less. So so. Keep the focus on adding and nourishing, but also adding and nourishing in other ways. You know, nourishing your life, nourishing your soul, the things that you love to do, play, have fun, meditation. Uh, these are uh, prayer, uh, asking for guidance, uh, being loving, as loving as you can with the people in your life that you do love. Uh, and you want to share love with, being open and loving with them. Um, these are the types of things you know, that also nourish you on a soul level, on a physical level. Uh, doing things like massages and saunas and spas, these are all things that nourish you on on many levels. So if you really just keep the focus on nourishment as much as possible at every level, uh, that is the best way to get your body to let go of weight and to want to be thin and have it be uh, and enable you to lose weight and keep it off sustainably because you're giving your body the things that it truly needs. Sometimes the junk food is like a hit or a rush, but this, these are things that your body truly needs. So stay focused on that and uh, have a great month and reach out to us and to our coaches and to the, and to the in our support group. If you have any questions, we're more than happy to help you and uh, support you. And there are many people there in the support group that have been super successful in the Gamer Method and they're very knowledgeable. So reach out, connect with us, and we'll speak to you real soon. And thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining me on this Ask John Calling Day. For any questions I was unable to get to in this call, I'll post my written responses in the forum for your reference. I appreciate you taking time to join me here, and I look forward to connecting again with you soon.